Hey, so there was this fantastic quote that I read from Mark Burris recently, which said, embarrassment is a prerequisite to success. And I found it so, so relevant because that very same day, someone was asking me to uh, guide them on how to set some boundaries because they were finding themselves in a work relationship where they felt the other person was taking advantage of them. You know, the person I was guiding was feeling like they were doing everything like, you know, they were always showing up on time. They were never canceling any meetings like they were doing what they were supposed to do and holding up their end of the deal. Uh, but they were feeling like the counterpart was kind of being flaky on the meetings, getting them to do more work um, than kind of was agreed to. They found my friend found themselves being agreeable uh, and wanting to say no and wanting to say, hey, this is not right. Like, I feel like the dynamic is not really fair. And I feel like you know, you're not really holding up your end of the bargain. Uh, but they didn't know how to say it. And in the instance where they were supposed to stand up and, and say their boundary, they found themselves kind of faltering and say, oh, no, nah, it's okay. No, all good, all good. Like, no problem. But inside, they were feeling a little bit upset with themselves because they kind of felt like they were saying yes and being cool about a situation in which they really felt that they needed to actually stand up for themselves in. And uh, what I'm going to give you in this video is a specific structure, literally line by line structure, which, you know, to my clients, sometimes like if whatever it takes, like to my clients, sometimes I literally write a script for them to say, uh, but I'm going to give you basically that structure right now in this video on how you can communicate uh, a way to say no. Uh, in, a, in a respectful and in a diligent way and in a way that you can be comfortable um, and, and happy with doing. Because I can tell you that, and I'm sure you can imagine, in life as you progress, if you do not know how to set boundaries, you will basically just kept, keep getting held back in life because you're doing all this extra work all the time because you don't know how to say no and hold up your boundary. And in time, it can translate to you staying in situations longer than you need to and as a result, being stuck in certain paradigms where your momentum gets slowed down and can stop because you kind of get stuck in this rut where you, you've put up with shit for too long and you don't know how to, how, how to change it. So here's the structure, right? I'll, 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 the setup, the scenario is, uh, let's some, say someone's always flaky on a meeting. They don't come or they come very late uh, and you feel like, you know, you kind of hold up your end of the deal. You do all the prerequisite work for that meeting, but that person uh, doesn't really do that. And that person, uh, maybe they're unprepared or you feel like they're just, they're just uh, a pain to deal with. Uh, how, or, and that person could be your boss. So how do you deal with that situation? What you do is like the first step is seek, seek first to understand. So uh, you have to introduce the topic. So uh, let's say step zero is you say something to the effect of, uh, hey, could we just pause for a minute? There's something that uh, I'm a little bit unsettled with that I'd like to just address with you. Is that okay? And if you really wanna be polite about it, you can even say that. You can, you can, you, you can ask, you know, ask for permission for buy-in into the conversation. Is that okay? Uh, having said that, uh, that's, a, that's a luxury. Uh, there are some people that they're going to be so avoidant that uh, you've got to have a bit more of an aggressive approach, which I'll, I'll talk about in a second. But, you know, version one of the script is, hey, could we like, because by the way, 
here's what's probably going to happen. You're going to get to that meeting, they're going to get there late, and then they're going to try to avoid the fact that they were there late, or they're going to try and gloss it over, um, or and then they're just going to try and launch into what they need you to do, or what they want to say. Yeah, that's an avoidance tactic, by the way. Uh, and they may not even realize they're doing it. What you do is, you're going and you know, your old habit is probably going to be like, Oh shit, like, oh fuck, well, you know what, maybe we'll worry about it later because, you know, we're already in the flow of the conversation and, you know, your own mind can BS your way out of it, right? So you've got to be careful not to BS yourself. You've got to, you've got to be careful and, 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 and like be present and stand up for what you believe is right. Uh, or, and if, if you're not willing to do that, I say this with all the love in my heart, then you just don't deserve it. Like if you're not willing to kind of put yourself in that uncomfortable place to stand up for what you believe is right, then you kind of deserve to be stuck. You know, like how, because it's hard, it's hard. And the people that actually did progress and did, and did stand up and did say that boundary, they had to go through that hardship and, and potentially embarrassing themselves and, and, put them, and putting themselves out of their comfort zone. And that's why they got to where they are. And if you're not willing to do that, then maybe you just don't deserve to be there. So I, I share that to, to hopefully resonate with you that you, you've got to be willing to, like the, this, there was this beautiful Mark Burris quote, which was, uh, embarrassment is a prerequisite to success. Basically what he's saying is you've got to be willing to put yourself out there. You've, you've got to be willing to try. Because if you're not, maybe you just don't deserve it. And, you know, if you're getting upset when I say that, what I encourage you to do is think about something that you have achieved in the past, which you did really well in. Think about how you probably had to do some uncomfortable things in terms of you had to stretch yourself and you had to train hard or, or you know, commit or be disciplined at the gym or, or whatever it is to get the results that you have. Like they were hard earned results. And maybe those people who are lazy, maybe they just didn't deserve it. And in the same way, if you're not willing to stand up for yourself and potentially put yourself in an uncomfortable position, uh, uh, an embarrassing position, to, to do what you believe is right, then maybe you just don't deserve to progress. So hopefully that lands. Now, in terms of what you do in this script, going back to the script, you, you first say, you, you know, because probably they've tried to carry the conversation away, you say, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, stop, 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 excuse me. Uh, I'd just like to pause for a second, right? And the, by the way, the reason I, I showed you that technique of like, you just keep, keep saying it uh, until they stop is because like that avoidance technique that they have where they're trying to freaking talk and talk and talk and talk, you you have to be willing to to stop that you have to like sometimes you have to take it to that pitch like usually not usually nine times out of ten you can just say uh, excuse me can we just pause for a minute and they'll pause but i want to equip you for like the, the worst case scenario right sometimes they will just fucking plow through and you've just got to be okay to say excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me stop 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 I would like to just pause for a second because there's something that uh, is bugging me a little bit, something that I'm a little bit unsettled about. Would it be okay if we just spoke to, about it for a second? And then they might say, oh, okay, what is it? And then you can say, you can give them the context. So step two, you give them the context. The context is, listen, um, 
I know recently we've set up a few meetings and uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it looks like they often get canceled last minute or often it looks like, uh, you know, you kind of show up late to them or often it looks like you haven't done the prerequisite work that we agreed on that you would do uh, for us to make this meeting productive. And as a result, it kind of makes me feel like we're wasting our time here. But I don't want to jump to any conclusions. Um, so I just wanted to, to share with you that uh, that's been my experience. Having said that, uh, I haven't heard you know, your side of the story. I would really love to understand, uh, you know, have, have you been observing this yourself? And, uh, and, and if so, uh, what's been going on that's, that's, that's happening here? Right. And, you know, you can you can get to a place where you're doing this in such a loving way where it's you're genuinely trying to understand you're sharing. Hey, man, like this is how I'm feeling. But like I only have one side of the story. I'd love to hear yours. You can genuinely get to that place. But again, I must forewarn you initially, um, you know, a great mentor of mine said to me, Dim, you have to get your first 1000 rejections. You know, and I can guarantee you the first time you try to set a boundary and maybe the first 20 times, your your jaw will be trembling, your voice will be trembling, your, your legs will be trembling and you just got to do it anyway. You just got to, or you don't, or you don't. And you can just stay stuck, right? But you got to be like that quote, embarrassment is a prerequisite to success because there's some, there's people out there who are willing to put themselves out there at the cost of, you know, potentially being embarrassed because they're trying to progress. We shouldn't be judging those people like that's brave, man. And, and like and that's that's what we should aspire to do. You know, like I had a uh, um, th there's this uh, YouTube channel called Yes Theory. And uh, on that channel, um, uh, th they had this competition of climbing Kilimanjaro. And back uh, eight years ago, I tried to climb Kilimanjaro and I fainted due to altitude sickness on the mountain, uh, 900 meters short of the destination in altitude. And uh, um, they were running this competition and uh, I put myself out there, man. And I was, I was scared. I was embarrassed because I was like, man, what if I don't get it? What if I create this video and I, I put all my effort and all my heart and I edit it and I make it beautiful and I put all my effort and I put it on Instagram and I share it and I tag it and everyone sees it. By the way, over 6,500 people have seen it, including the Yes Theory people. Um, and what if I do all that and people even message me saying good luck and I don't get it? <laughs> well, guess what? That's exactly what happened. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. So we get, went to someone else. And you know what? I'm so proud of myself that I still put myself out there, even though like people could potentially judge me for it. And you know what you find on the other side? The people who matter don't mind. The people who matter give you daps for, for trying, you know? So the people who matter don't mind, you know? And the people who judge you for it, well, like, I, I don't really need those friends in my life anyway. I think you know that. So to go back to the situation, you've got to be okay with the embarrassment is what I'm saying. Because cause the people who recognize that you're trying to advance your life and stand up for the right thing are not going to judge you when your voice is trembling and stuff. They're going to give you daps because you freaking put yourself out of your comfort zone and you tried. So that's the mindset piece underneath it. That's why I keep going back to it. So but going back to the structure, like you, you got to, um, you, you, you introduce it. You, you, you know, you go, I look, I, I'd like, can we pause for a second? Uh, there's something I'd like to talk about. Um, number two, 
you, you give them the context, which is this is what I've noticed, but I acknowledge that I don't have the whole story. Can you help me understand what's going on? And what you're doing there is you're giving them an opportunity to take responsibility of the situation. And that is gonna go one of two ways. The first way is they're gonna go, you know what, nah, uh, like you don't understand, I got caught in traffic, I got this, I got that, I got kids, you know, like they're gonna give you all the excuses and they're gonna keep avoiding it. That's option one and we'll talk about what happens if that scenario happens. Option two is they're gonna be like, you know what, man, like I'm sorry, like you know what, you're right. I, I, I dropped the ball there and I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and then they're gonna say their bit, right? They're gonna apologize and stuff. And then if that scenario happens, then you can move to the, the, the next bit, which is, um, look, I really appreciate uh, you know, you, you know, your apology and then you acknowledge that that's, that, that's fine, that's completely okay. Um, can we, like what I don't wanna do is have things like this damage the trust and integrity that we have um, like amongst each other, right? Because you know, a lot of people when they talk about being on time, they talk about, oh, it's disrespectful to other people's time when you don't get there, right? Like when, you know, when I'm late, like I realize it's disrespectful to their time because you're saying that my time is more important than theirs. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that. Having said that, in my coaching experience, the people who say that, they still, they're still late anyway. They know all that shit, but they're still late anyway. Uh, that may be you, <laughs> right? So, so why, I, why I share this is because I care and I say, um, dude, what's more important, like, like the respect thing, you might, you might know it's disrespectful to be late, but at the end of the day, if you're still being late, then, then maybe it hasn't really connected with you. So it's good to acknowledge, like recognize, human beings are selfish creatures, have a selfish part to them anyway. They're, they're selfish and they're selfless. So you've got to relate, not just to the selfless part of your personality, which is, oh bro, it's disrespectful to someone else. You've got to relate to the selfish part of your personality, which is that you're going to break the trust and, in, and your, their trust in you, their trust in your word, their trust in your character, their trust in your integrity when you are late. When you're late, what you're communicating to someone, like for example, like I'm, I'm assuming that you both agreed to be somewhere at 3 p.m., right? When you're late, you're communicating to them that, bro, you can't actually trust my word. You, you know, you, like I, you, what you're communicating is, bro, like uh, I know I said this, but I don't actually mean, I don't really mean what I say. But the cool thing is when you're, when you say you're going to be somewhere and you're there at that time, people can sense, oh shit, this guy doesn't F around. Like this guy does what he says he's going to do. And, it, and that, that also stretches out to other areas of life where it's like, hey, you know what? Like he's a dependable dude. Like when he says he's going to be there, he's there. So if he said that he's going to give, if he said he's going to be there for my wedding and he's going to be the carrier of the ring or he's going to bring this thing for my wedding or, or something more important, bro, I trust him. I know he's going to be there. That's one option, or the other option is they're going to be like, bro, yeah, he says that, but he's always late, so like, I'm a bit worried he's probably going to be late for the wedding, or he's going to get some detail wrong. So what I want you to see there is that it's not just about respect. Respect is, of course, important. It's like really important. Um, but what's also important is like their trust in you and the trust in the integrity of the relationship, especially if you're talking about confidential or sensitive stuff in that conversation. If you're talking about those things, you need to know that you can trust each other. 
And what better way to show that you can trust each other than to just do what you said you're going to do when you said you're going to do it. And if you can't do it, to keep in communication beforehand. So, so basically, to go back to step four of what we're talking about, again, step one, introduce, like, like pre-frame the topic. Number two, give the context. So number one, it's just like, could we talk about something? It's, uh, it's been uh, bothering me a little bit. Number two, um, this is what I'm uh, perceiving. And then like, you know, you're seeking to understand. Number three is their bit. See, see what they say. And then number four is if they acknowledge the mistake, then you say, look, I really appreciate that you acknowledged it. Uh, what I'd like to do is, is just find a way that we can just restore. And it's important for you to say this. Because when you say this, it's showing them that it was broken and they need to know that, right? It's okay to make people feel uncomfortable in, in, small, in small contained controlled situations like this because the uncomfort is what forces them to grow and forces them to take responsibility and forces them to recognize that there's something that they've been inv- avoiding, right? And, and please, like, it's okay. Like, I'm talking about a very specific type of conversation where it's okay to give them the space to work it out for themselves. That's what you're really doing. You know, you might call it making them uncomfortable, but what you're doing is you're giving them space to sort it out. So you say something to the effect of like, listen, I would like to figure out a way that we can restore the, you know, the respect and trust and integrity that we have in each other. Um, (coughs) What I like to do is, if you think you're going to keep being late to meetings, then I'm happy to schedule it for four, but then I myself will know that I will come at 10 past four. Uh, I can do that. Um, Option two is like, you know, I can check with you. Would you like me to check with you, you know, 24 hours before to see if you still want to do this meeting? You know, like you, you can offer them protocols to say, hey, listen, like I, I appreciate you acknowledged it. How can we make this work so so that it's clean between us? Right. Uh, and and the and that person might say, you know, you don't know. You know what? No, no, you're totally right. bro. I'm just going to be on time. It's all good. You're, you're, you're right. I'm just going to be on time. And then and then you can just trust them. And then if it happens again, then you can you can say, listen, this happened before. Can we go back to talking about protocols on what we can do? And if they're really not down to to like talk about protocols and they insist they're going to be on time and they keep making the mistake, then the next time you pull them up, you can say, listen, we've spoken about this a few times uh, and I'm going to be honest, like it, it, I'm, I'm not enjoying doing this because I know that it feels like you cancel meetings a lot and, and it, it makes, it, it's not been enjoyable for me. Uh, maybe this is not going to work out. Maybe I can, uh, you know, dele- give this to someone else to do. You know, maybe, you know, maybe this is just not going to work out. And you've got to be willing to walk away. That's like, th- that's really what separates people who set boundaries. You've got to be willing to walk away. You've got to be willing to say, dude, um, like you've got to be willing to show them that like, you having a high standard in, in like whatever these business relationships or whatever, you've got to be willing to stand up for your standard. Or you don't, and then you can stay with those, that level, right? But like, if you look at like any organization, right, I know I'm talking in a business context, but any high performance team or environment, they have high standards, no? And that's, that's on you, it's up to you. What kind of environment do you want to be in? 
But like I would say, don't be preaching that you have all these big ass goals or you're going to do all these things, even to yourself, if your actions are not congruent with that. Like you want to you wanna put your, like, like the start of being uh, in a high performance environment and being a high performance individual is, is having strong standards and upholding them. And I'm not saying doing moonshot standards straight away, but I think you get what I'm talking about. So to go back to this, like, if they're, if, if they're like, like best case scenario, you bring it up, it's all good. You make a, you make a pretty little protocol between you guys maybe, uh, and then cool, it's done. Best case scenario, and, and like I would say good seven out, of time, seven out of 10 times is kind of what happens. And usually what happens in a broader scale is like the universe kind of, like you kind of learn the lesson you're meant to, and then like the, the life circumstances kind of change and then you stop working with that person anyway and you were only meant to be with that person to go through that and and learn to develop a boundary so uh yeah best case scenario they get it protocols made you'll you'll move on with your life option one option two they're in denial and then you've got to be willing to to like you know to bring it up a second time and if they just stay in denial you've got to be willing to say maybe it's better if someone else does this instead of me you've got to be willing to walk away now that was down one branch the other branch of this this scenario is you bring it up with them and they are just in denial and they're just making excuses and they don't want to take any responsibility so if that happens then uh you know so basically you've you've tried to understand what they say and they're like no nah, no nah, i don't agree with that no nah, no nah, you don't understand blah blah then you can say okay well look no problem. I just, I, I don't know if you can understand this, but the impact it has on me, because it's happened this time, this time, this time, and this time. The impact it has on me is like, it makes me struggle to trust your word and trust your, you know, like, like it makes me feel like you don't care. It makes me feel a bit disrespected. It makes me feel like I can't really trust you. Uh, and I feel like the long-term damage it can have is that it's gonna make me not wanna like work with you, to be honest. Uh, and that's why I bring it up, because I respect you, I wanna keep it real with you, I wanna work with you. And, and, and that's why I'd rather us sort this out right now than, than have it perpetuate. And, and, I, I, and I wanna show you my respect by keeping it honest with you that if it happens long-term, it's going to make me kind of bitter and not want to work with you. And I don't, I don't want to feel that. I don't want it to get to that level. And uh, so basically what you've given them there is like a second stage, honest appeal to say, hey, man, like, can you take some responsibility here? And if they, if they are just not ready to receive that, then you know, okay, cool, no problem. But like, uh, you know, for you, then you can say, no problem, look, I appreciate that you made time to chat about it. Uh, I'm happy to move on with what we have to say, talk about today. Um, right, that's option one. Or you say, like, no problem. I appreciate you don't want to talk about it. But if that's the case, I don't particularly want to continue this engagement. And I, I, I will uh, seek a different way. Um, I, I might talk to my, my boss or whatever and find a different project for me to work on. Right? So, like, I, I, I offer you those two options because in one situation, um, you, for whatever reason, really may feel like you cannot disconnect from that engagement. Um, and if that's the case, then you can say, cool, happy to move on. 
but then you move on but you kind of know what they're like now and you know that they're not willing to willing to grow or change and then you can kind of uh, adjust your expectations around that if you truly are stuck working with them you can adjust your expectations but at least then uh, you, you feel like you've stood up for yourself and the likely long-term thing that's going to happen then is you're going to move on to a different workplace anyway so I really hope you found this video resourceful. Uh, the most important you know, takeaways I suggest you to have here are number one, recognize that you gotta be okay with the potential embarrassment. And if, if I can just, I, I didn't know if I was gonna add this part to the video, but I'm just gonna like tell you some like real stuff for just a second. Most people who see me now, especially new people in my life, have no idea how many lifetimes I've lived like in the lead up to here. I have like cycled through so many different paradigms of the world. And here's what I mean by that. Um, like, you know, that where I feel like I started was I was working in this um, phone shop uh, in, in the West and they were, they were like laundering drug money through this phone shop, right? And uh, there, were, there was fights like, proper gang fights around like people people getting knifed that was happening there were there was just like there was guns in that situation uh, me and my like you know someone close to me we ended up getting extorted by someone like I went through that stuff and then when I was in and I had to be willing to stand up for what I believed was right and that's what helped me get out of that situation and move on because I had higher standards than running like like operating like that as I progressed through there, when I was in the army, man, I saw like legit racism. I saw like I, saw, I met some of the best people in my whole life there, but I also met some of the worst. Like there were people who joked about like, you know, like wife beating and stuff like that. Um, there were there was just there was just some incredibly low vibration stuff, and I I held true to my boundaries and what I believed was right, and I was willing to put myself in the uncomfortable position of like of just going, you know what, like, I don't want to um, participate in this. I don't really think that that's funny. Um, at the even when my superiors were being racist, right? Like these, I, to be honest, I've never told these stories because like, I don't want to, um, um, you know, like it's about an organization and I don't want to like talk bad about it. Um, even the stories I haven't even told Anna uh, about how racist like people were there. Um, and they think it's a joke, but I'm so glad like I was willing to stand up for myself in whatever way I could possibly comprehend. And I kept trying. That's the biggest takeaway I want you to take from this. Be okay, to, be okay with the fact that it might be embarrassing, but don't stop trying. Because if I, if I had stopped trying and I had given in, I would still be there. I cycled through that to being in incredibly toxic work environments, which I look back now and I'm like, whoa, that was like... That was like record-breakingly toxic and I didn't have any context to know different. And I cycled through that, through that, through that, all the way until like, you know, I started, uh, I found, you know, New South Wales Health. That's when things started to change for me. When I, This is back when I was contracting. And then I found PwC and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and then I progressed from there to have my, my own company. Now, I say all that to say this. As you see me now is so far from where I started and what got me here was that I was willing to to put myself in that uncomfortable position and stand up for what I believe was right even if people judged me for it and you know where those people are those people who judged me for it and they commented and they said oh dim I've never seen you act like that before or oh dim this or that or whatever they're still back there and you've never heard of them and you never will 
because they're stuck in that old paradigm until they grow. So don't worry, all the winners will rec like all the winners have growth mindsets. All the winners will recognize that what you're doing is putting is stretching yourself and putting yourself in a place of uncomfort because you're trying to do the right thing. And all the winners will recognize that and the more you do it, the more you will be a winner and the more you will be around winners. So I really hope you found this video resourceful. It's nice to make another video after a little while away. I'll see you in the next one.